Pastors explain me so eloquently. Now, this is a Pentecostal apostolic church. Can I get a church that'll just give the Lord praise time in this place? Come on, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom hath been redeemed from the hand of the enemy? Can I get somebody to just open up your mouth and begin to magnify God, the God of your salvation? The God of glory, the sovereign God. Somebody worship him. Somebody worship him. Somebody give him glory. Hallelujah. Before you take your seat, would you join hands with someone? I believe we're just in the atmosphere of miracles tonight. I believe whatever you need from the Lord is in this moment tonight. And I'm, I'm going to come convinced that when we come across these kind of services, when we come in these atmospheres, that God has a strategic way of bringing people that are the marriage between purpose and pain. And there are some in this room tonight that are saying, I've heard the great music, I've heard the anointed singing. I'm ready for a word from the Lord, but I'm dealing with some things, some strongholds that need to be broken in my life. I believe that not only do you have the power of the Holy Ghost that enables you to rejoice, but you have the power of the Holy Ghost that enables you to see on the behalf of your neighbor. Your Lord Jesus said, he said, when thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. For the next few moments, I can't preach until the prayers of the righteous avail much. I want you to take the Holy Ghost that's down on the inside of you and begin to intercede for the hand that you're holding right now. Come on, begin to open up your mouth and begin to pray that God would do the work that needs to be done in this house. Come on, in the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever need needs to be supplied, do it tonight, God. Whatever stronghold needs to be broken, do it tonight, God. Whatever healing must take place, do it tonight, God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord, break every fetter, break every stronghold. Come on. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord, do the work that's already been begun. Lord, perfect that which concerns us. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we put a demand of the miracle working power of the Holy Ghost to be made manifest in this room tonight let your glory fall let your glory fall let your glory fall let your glory fall in the name of Jesus and we declare it to be so in Jesus name come on worship the Lord somebody give him glory loose those hands and magnify God Come on, somebody clap those hands and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. We greet you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I don't want to be before you too long. Understand that, amen, the ministry of the choir is just getting started. Now, haven't they been blessing us tonight? Amen. I honor the Lord. Of the Lord for the angel of this house, amen, to who I'm considered uh, to be one of the greatest gifts to the body of Christ, one of the greatest preachers I know, and pastors and characters just as much. Help me celebrate Pastor, Ur Pastor Urshan and to uh, Bishop Buller, God bless you, sir, and to the entire host of ministry, First Lady Buller and Lady Urshan in her absence. We thank God for each and every one of you. I'm going to get right in and out of the way. Is there anybody that wants a word from the Lord tonight? Amen. Man shall not live by bread alone. Man shall live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Join me in Hebrews chapter number 8. Hebrews chapter number 8. For some, I may be a stranger, I may be an unfamiliar face, but by the end of the night, we'll be friends. All right, if you just pray with me, and I believe the Lord will have something to say to us. Hebrews chapter number 8. Hebrews chapter number 8. 
And I do see some of us standing. If we could do that in unity tonight, in reverence of the word of God. Father, we thank you for your word already. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your sweet anointing that is in this place. Break every stronghold in the name of Jesus. Cause the anointing to loose everything that may be tied up and entangled in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hebrews chapter 8, verse number 6. Are you there? Everyone say amen if you have it. And the word of the Lord says on this wise, But now hath he obtained a more excellent ministry. By how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. For finding fault with them, he saith, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. Somebody shout new covenant. A new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them from the hand to lead them out of the land of bondage. The land of Egypt, excuse me, because they continued not in my covenant. And I regarded them not, saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind. And write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be my people. I've been instructed of the Holy Ghost from these verses of Scripture to preach uh, from a simple thought that simply says, read the fine print. Read the fine print. God has made a promise for us. God has made a covenant, has made an agreement with us. We've just got to read the fine print. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of God. Read the fine print print it is here in our text here found in hebrews that we find something very uh, distinctive and i don't want to uh, rush but i do want to be mindful of my time but we find something relevant here to our time together tonight for we see here uh, that the hebrew writer is discussing the meaning and the necessities behind uh, those who serve the lord the necessity behind our relationship with God. He, he, he shows us here prior to our text the idea of our dominion with Christ and in Christ as relative to the priesthood that had manifested, that he manifests after the order of Melchizedek. This writing tells us that the Lord sprang out of Judah and arises another high priest, another priest, not made after the law of carnal commandment, not after a carnal law or ruling, but rather after power everlasting. We find this to highlight, to illuminate Christ Jesus as he has raised from the dead and he will reign as high priest through the end of the age. We are given to know here that the priesthood of God is unchangeable and the riches of God are infallible and such are so by means thank God of the finished work of the cross that's why the Hebrew writer says there remaineth the rest for the people of God because the rest is found in the fact that Jesus has atoned for our sins you heard the Lord say on Calvary he said it is finished I commend my spirit I commend my divinity everything that makes me God on earth I commend back into the hands of glory and now I have atoned I've done what I've been sent to do and so we find now that because of this Jesus is able to work for us 
us. Amen. In working for us, we find that he redeems us. In working for us, we see that we see that he perfects us in working for us. Thank God he renews us. In working for us, he restores our souls. In renew in, in working for us, he leads us off in paths of righteousness for his namesake. In working for us, he presents us unto himself. Paul says that he's going to present us to him, present us to himself, a glorious church without spot wrinkle or any such thing. Aren't you glad tonight? And I don't want to get too happy too quick, but aren't you excited or glad church uh, that as imperfect as you are, as dirty, as spotful, as, 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 as rich undone as you are, God still finds a way to clean you up so that you don't look like the mess that you really are. Aren't you glad tonight that although you are not, you are not, you are not full of hope, you're not full of strength. Uh, Paul says, God commended his love when that while we were yet sinners, while we were yet a hot mess, excuse me, uh, while we were yet uh, uh, imperfect, Christ died for us. And so now, because he has provided means for our redemption, he can now present us a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so in converges upon this eighth chapter of Hebrews we find Paul as he extols the sovereignty of God we see here the, that he shows us the importance of our relationship with him for we are given to know that the sovereignty of God is our medium through which believers uh, can live and walk in the power of God you must understand that when it comes to being used of God when it comes to singing of the anointing when it becomes about to preaching under the anointing or prophesying or praying under the anointing the first step to being anointed of God is to understand that the power is not at all yours we must first understand that you can't give anybody the power of God you can't give anybody the healing power you can't fill anybody with the Holy Ghost but God is the only one that can baptize you with the Holy Ghost your only job is to turn away from your sins be baptized in the I wish I had the right church tonight that would be baptized in the name of Jesus and for the remission of your sins and ye have received the gift somebody shout the gift the gift of the Holy Ghost. Somebody shout hallelujah. I'm trying to behave myself for a moment, but somebody is praying for me out there. And so we must find here uh, that when the Bible says that we shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, when we see uh, that this gift is released into the church when Peter preaches this, he's not just talking about the ability to speak in other tongues. He's not just talking about the ability to shout and dance as we customarily do. Uh, but he says we shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost that emphasizes the promise of God. Uh, well, how do I know that? Verse 39 says, for this promise is unto you and to your children. I wish I had a Bible reading here. And to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And so once you have been baptized in Jesus name, once you have been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, you must understand that the gift of the Holy Ghost uh, is abundant life. Uh, the gift of the Holy Ghost Ghost is life eternal. How do I know this? Because it says all the time that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And so when we are buried with him in baptism, when we walk in the newness of life, we're just living in our promise. You ought to tell somebody we're just living in our promise. Oh, thank God. And 
So we must understand here that we cannot take this promise lightly. We cannot take this power lightly because we must understand that the adversary, the devil, he wants to take us off of everything that we have. He knows that we have power with God. And because we have replaced his seat that he once occupied, he says, I'm going to try to take them off of that righteous place. And so we must understand that the adversary, he's reaching for two regions of our flesh. He's going after our mind and our mouth. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. I said the adversary, the devil, he's trying to get a hold of what we think and ultimately what we say. Because he knows that if he can change our mind, that he can change what comes out of our mouth. That's why he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That's why he said, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are pure, think on these things. That's why he said, thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on the Lord. That's why he said, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. If I could prophesy to this house, there's some folk that's been confused somewhere in this sanctuary. God is saying, tonight, I'm about to change your mind. Tonight, I'm about to loose that stronghold that's been on your spirit. Tonight, the yoke shall be taken from over thy neck. And this yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And God says, the victory that you're walking out of here with is traveling back home with you. I dare somebody that's got some family members that need transformation. That's got some households that needs transformation to open up your mouth and give God a religious praise like God was doing it in a sudden moment. Glory to God. Uh, You ought to just touch somebody and tell them I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus that every promise that God made towards you was coming to pass by this time next year. I decree that the curse that's been on your family is going to be broken. I decree that that wayward child is coming back home. That stronghold that's been on your family family shall be released it is the promise of God it is the promise of God it is the promise of God and the promises of God are yea and amen so I dare you to give God the glory because he's faithful that promise And so we must now know that the weapons of our warfare concerning the promises of God on our life are not carnal. Because we must understand here the words of Jesus in Luke chapter 22 where he told Peter, he said, Satan hath desired to have you that he might sift you as wheat. that's That's the struggle that a lot of believers are going through tonight. Yes, we believe the word of God. Yes, we believe what God is saying. We believe what the fine print says. And I'm getting to my text here, but we believe what God 
promised us. Yet life's blows, life's swift transitions tried to deter our confidence and derail our praise. But I come to tell you tonight, all that is, all that attack is, is the devil trying to sift you as wheat. He's trying to shake you until you have become disfigured. He's trying to manipulate you for other use. He's trying to change your composure so that God can't use you. Oh, but I'm so glad that the Bible says I've prayed for you that your faith would fail not. I've already made the provisions for you to be delivered. I've already made the provisions for you to be made whole. Is there anybody that can get excited because God has already made the way out of no way. My time is running out. But I hear the Lord saying here. I've got to fast forward and tell you. Are you saying, well, preacher, what in the world? Does reading the fine print have to do with it? Oftentimes when you hear about a contract and you see things that are violated, we see that the reason why terms and conditions weren't fully articulated. Walk with me in the Holy Ghost for a moment here. We find that the reason why they weren't articulated is because somebody did not read the terms in the fine print. We find that people did not observe and pay attention to the necessities that are included in the contract. Because sometimes the people that create those contracts are not sure or settled with their word. Oh, but I'm so glad today that what God is saying in your life, what God is speaking concerning you, the thoughts that he has towards you to give you an expected end. I'm not deceptive but what he says is just as good and legit as what he's going to do. Yes your situation may say that you're not going to have the victory but you just got to read the fine print for thanks be unto God which giveth us the victory is in the fine print. Yes you're going to, the devil told you you were going to lose your mind but the fine print says that thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on the Lord. Yes it says in the regular print that you are broke and don't have the resources to get what you need but read the fine print what the fine print says but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. The on a thousand hills belongs to our God. He's got to provide. That's why he's Jehovah Jireh. It's in the fine print. If you feel that your condition says that you're sick unto death, just read the fine print. But he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we were healed. I dare you, if you need a word from God, if you need a promise to be fulfilled, and you're saying, Lord, I've been wondering and praying when it was going to happen. I've been turning in my bed night after night, saying, Lord, when are you going to do it? I come to tell you that God is saying, if you praise me, I'll speed up the process. 
I wish I would have caught that. I'm in my text. Let me say it again. God says for every person that needs a supernatural turnaround, your next turnaround is in the praise you give God right now. How do I know? Because the covenant, the better covenant, the promise is for the house of Judah. The house of Judah. The house of Judah. Where is Judah? Where are the praisers? I dare you to get on your feet. Open up your mouth. Lift up your hands and give God a praise for promise. Praise for promise. Praise for promise. God is going to do it. Praise Everyone standing everywhere. Because the word of God shows us that the fulfillment of every promise of God is always it was always preceded by praise. When God told the Israelites, go into Jericho, shout around the city, and I'm going to give you the city. After the sixth time, shout. And when the ram's horn blows, shout, and I'm going to give you the city. They did not do that in a divided manner. They didn't do that one over here, one over there. One spectating, one praising, one sitting, one standing. But they all got with one accord. And in one place, oh, that sounds familiar. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, when the promise was on its way, when the promise had been confirmed, they were with one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, like as of a rushing mighty wind. I want you to get hands, grab hands with somebody, and I don't want you to pray with him, but I want you to praise with him. When I count to three, every promise every word that you've been believing God for God says give me a relentless praise one two three open up your mouth somebody praise him somebody praise him somebody praise him I'm praising him for the promise I'm praising him for my turnaround praising him for my deliverance I'm praising him for working it out working it out working it out somebody give God the glory One more time, I want everybody to grab hands with a neighbor right quick. Grab hands with somebody, grab hands with somebody. Because I'm reminded, Pastor, of Paul and Silas when they were in prison. The Bible does not say they waited for bail. The Bible does not say that they waited for somebody to pay a bond. But the Bible says that while one was praying, the other sang praises. While the other was praising, the other one got to shouting. Somebody got to dancing. And when we begin to praise, the bands of the 
jail became open. The prison cells became loose as you're connected to that hand. I want you to praise God until they get what they need from God. Praise God until the promise that he made them comes to pass. I'm praising in spite of your opposition. One, two, three. Come on, praise him. 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 Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added. And the Lord perfected the promise. you to praise God in intercession for somebody on your road. I don't know what they need right now, but God says what you come, what comes out of your mouth will activate their miracle, the healing that they need. No music. We're going to have an upper room experience for about five minutes. I want everybody that has the Holy Ghost to get with one accord and begin to lay hands on somebody and let God have his way. Ask God to perfect the promise. Ask God to manifest the word. Ask God to birth he that believeth as the scripture saith out of his belly shall flow shall flow rivers of living water rivers of productivity rivers of fresh anointing rivers of power of promise come on church in a seat open up your mouth and declare the promises of God to be made manifest in that life land get the land that's full of milk and honey get every resource that God called you to have get every purpose that God called you to fulfill this is your moment read the fine print you may not understand this season but God is perfecting that God is perfecting that God is perfecting that which concerns you